This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know this that I know. This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, I know that I know. Alright everyone, we are back for a little bit of an... Uh impromptu podcast session there was some major news breaking out after we recorded our initial podcast and i was i got the text message from you you were like christian we need to record right now i was like bro my eye is swollen as fuck and you were like where's some shades and i was like all right i got some shades that you know my mom gave me for christmas last year (laughs) and i was like all right cool looking fresh she gave my ex-girlfriend the same shades dude Oh, that's fucked up. I don't know if, uh, I don't know which one I have right now. It might be hers. It might be mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, shout out to my ex-girlfriend. I hope she sees these shades. Maybe it's hers. I hope she lost mine. Anyway, so Gigi ends up banning 80 accounts in a breaking news post this morning. 30 or 40 accounts. 40 banned. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. 40 were banned, yeah. but 80 accounts total were flagged. Were flagged, yeah. right? Within that, 13 accounts were confiscated. Uh, their money was confiscated, totaling roughly $1.1, $1.2 million. We don't know the stake levels. We also don't know the names. Mm-hmm. So there's some major questions. The first one is, why now? Why did this occur now? We know the story with, with the Fedor Cruz that came out. Then this whole debacle is coming out. We don't know if Fedor is one of the accounts. We don't know. So there's some major questions. From the post, we see that they seem to say that they have some new technology, some new ways of detecting RTA, effectively insinuating that if you play too perfectly, then potentially they can flag your account and all this all this uh, ensues. What are your thoughts? Well, first, I think we need to step it back and kind of answer the question of, is this, is this good enough? Is this good for the community? Is this uh, a step in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that like, I'm, I'm not surprised to see it happen. And I'm happy that some policing is taking place. I don't think it's enough yet. And we can get into that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, the article rubbed me the wrong way in a lot of different methodologies. Uh, You know, first, if we step back right before the article was released, Pads put out a thread basically saying that uh, new information was that Fedor wasn't actually affiliated with the GG site. Mm. He was just an influencer. And that they denote the difference between the color in which uh, a name shows up. Right. His was yellow. Yeah. So yellow is influencer. I think blue is GG Pro or ambassador. Right. Purple's like a streamer. Yeah. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, GG's official statement on it was that it's just a software, uh, it's like an additional software trait that randomly changes throughout the weeks. So like basically anybody could be an influencer. Stop it. Right, obviously that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Maybe it only works on people who have their real name on there, but even still, like 
what if I don't want to be an ambassador? Right. Right? Like, you can't just make my name yellow. I mean, you can, I guess. It's within the TOCs. But that seems like... If your name is... Okay, so we should go back years and years and years, right? If your name is highlighted on a website, the, the... the way it looks to the outside person is that you are affiliated with the website. 100%. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, And digging in further, I guess he had an affiliate code where people could sign up to GG and he was uh, he was a middleman in some sort of mm. fashion. So, you know, none of this really passes the sniff test. It seems like them trying to cover tracks, um, which ultimately responded or re- resulted in them responding to the thread saying, like, somebody asked, like, why wasn't this made public sooner? And Gigi's official Twitter account said, because we didn't think anybody was so stupid as to think that influencer meant affiliation. That's, that is, I guess we're stupid then. Right, because that's like, insane. That's that, that's just like, I don't know, man, the, the age of social media is like on one. Like, I love what Wendy's and, and Burger King do where it's like, sorry, sir, this is a Wendy's and like they just yeah. beef back and forth. That's funny. But like just clowning on your customers or even worse on the consumers who are kind of appointed head of policing uh, the community, clowning on those guys just for the sake of it um, or to make yourself look a little bit better in the in the grand scheme of things seems really bad. So Andrew Nimi, right, he went to Mexico mm-hmm. and they were going to leave Mexico early, right? And they were doing some streams or whatever, you know, for WSOP. And Gigi contacted them and said like, hey, we'll pay for your for your stay to keep streaming, right? And then they got the purple. They had the purple code, mm-hmm. right? The purple code is just a streamer. But now, if I would assume that they are affiliated with GG in some way, because not only did they openly say that GG was paying for their their accommodations or or yeah, something yeah. along those lines, yeah. But further, they're highlighted in purple. Yeah. Right. To be so, fair, though, I don't think that that means that. Uh, it's a weird thing, right? Like, we, do we think that GG has to do some due diligence then and make sure that they're not employing uh, bad actors? Like, if Nimi decided to use RTA, right. are we really like, man, GG dropped the ball here. How could they ever hire a stream? It's like he's the most popular yeah. vlogger. That's how he got hired. Correct. You don't really got to do a lot of due diligence beyond that. Yeah. So I, I'm a little bit forgiving of that type of stuff. But, you know, whenever we get into the influencer arena, it's like you're cherry picking these people mm-hmm. because they're good at poker and because they represent and play on your site. Correct. So I would assume that, you know, whatever security is in place had done its due diligence and come through the account of Fedor Cruz. Mm-hmm. That kind of brings us to the question you let off with of why now? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really important one because why now? Right. It just looks like PR, a PR play. Oh, for sure. Because they got the they got the negative PR. There was a lot of questions after Fatal Cruz is like, okay, well, is he the only one? Is are we seeing this in the real heaven that they're trying to put forth? It like what is like what's real and what's computer? And we didn't know. And what bothers me right now is I still don't know. Yeah. Like, okay, 80 accounts. 40 of these accounts got a warning. What does that mean? That right. they're using it, but like, yo, don't use it again. Right. And what's the difference between the ones that got banned and left their, like got their money back and the ones that didn't get their money back. Right. And what if there's some big names in here? There was a thread 
with some big names being dropped. I don't want to. I don't want to say them out. I right think it's here. okay. It's speculation, I, right? But it was speculative that Jeff Gross and Dominic Nietzsche okay. were two of the big names. I was going to leave them out, but uh, well, I mean, it's on a two plus two thread. Like everybody can see it. It's not like it's law. Nobody's yeah. accusing them of having yeah. done it. It's just somebody speculating that you know Gross may be one, um, Dominic Nietzsche may be another, and uh, I think Chris Oliver was the third. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, don't know if any of this is true or not. Uh, maybe they got banned. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they got banned for different reasons, like VPNing or other uh, TOC breaches. We don't know, right? We, we literally don't know. But you know, it, it does leave us to speculate, and that's a big problem, uh, especially for somebody like Dom, who is running a business that literally is built off of having databases of completed solves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like I'm not in any way, shape, or form accusing him. I'm just saying, like, if anybody has access, you know, he's one of the first that we could look to. So it, it is one of these things where uh, the why now is very bothersome to me um, because if you are flagging 80 accounts seemingly overnight, you're either implying that you just developed new tech over the last 24 to 200 hours. Or, right? at, least in, or at least after their fatal cruises thing. Right, right. So, right, like so this somehow is- in like the last 10 days, they've developed tech that they otherwise never had before and didn't utilize, in which case we can just assume that they didn't care about RTAs because this isn't new news. Mm. Or they always had this tech and they just weren't policing it. In either regard, it seems very troublesome to me that suddenly with a flip of a switch, they're like, hey, there are 80 accounts on here that are breaching TOCs in one way, shape, or form uh, along the spectrum of how you can breach. And we need to ban 40 of them we need to confiscate from 13 of them totally 1.1 or 1.2 million dollars mm-hmm. that's a lot of money yeah there's a lot of refunds getting shipped back right mm-hmm. with no explanation just you know you played against somebody who was rta right no well they confiscated the 1.2 so that means that these accounts they, were using RTA. Right, right but i'm saying they have to redistribute that money yeah yeah so like true. people are just going to get an email saying like here's thirty thousand dollars because you played against somebody who was rta well, let's hope they redistribute the money. I mean, I, mean, I they think didn't, the, they didn't say they were going to do that. Fair. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me to not put these people on blast. The community should. You, it's unfair to ask the community to police itself and then withhold this type of information. Nothing bad occurs to the site by outing those that they have fundamentally caught RTA. Right? They're not divulging their security scheme. They're right. not divulging any inner workings or anything. No, like it those helps those. us. Right? It helps us. Right, it'd be like imagine if like the Pot Ripper scandal went down, and it never went public. Right, we don't know who it is. Right, we just we just you know absolute covers their tracks and says like, okay, we found a super user, guys. Uh, what we need to do is redistribute all that money and basically say that this person was cheating, put it under the 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 umbrella of cheating, but never let them know that they had access to our vulnerabilities. Right, and I understand that from a business perspective, but it's really fucking bad for the community. Some rumors of this 27 accounts that were banned is that... 40. Well, sorry. The 27 additional oh, that were banned... the ones where they didn't confiscate. ...is that they just like moved the money out of the account already. Oh, so they didn't have it to confiscate. Right. Correct. That would make a lot of sense. So, And for the other 40 who got warnings, if they continue to play on the site or don't cash out immediately, they are complete degenerates. I have no idea how you get... like. I need I need more explanation. The problem is that there's not enough explanation. Like, what constitutes the warning? Right. Like, like, well, we both read the same article. Yeah. And I said that 
uh, I didn't think that the 80 accounts they were speaking of all spoke to RTA. I thought they had Right. You were of the yeah. impression that it was implying all of them were uh, guilty of RTA yes. in some way, shape, or form or the other. To me, it only seemed like the 13 that they banned and confiscated from were the ones uh, convicted of utilizing RTA. From that point forward, it just seemed like they were generally saying, you know, 27 accounts had been uh, banned without confiscation uh, and, and 40 more were warned. So I, I'm not sure we have to fill in the context there. That's yeah. another problem in and of itself. Yeah, from what I read, it was like, the severity and frequency of the RTA mm -hmm. dictated the penalty uh, that you will receive. Okay. I, but to me, that's like still, it's like, okay, so you got a warning because how, like how? So you use RTA a little bit or you use like RTA a lot? Or, right. And like, that's a weird thing to qualify because, you know, if we look at other industries that have had engines uh, kind of be the guiding light for both study and for cheating. Um, so chess. Chess, backgammon's been another yeah. big example that people have been utilizing. Uh, what they recognize is that, you know, these engines play perfectly by our current measurement of what perfect is, and no human can replicate that. So the example I saw is if uh, if a chess or backgammon player is making five mistakes per, per 100 moves um, on average, or, or sorry, uh, if, if an elite player is making five mistakes per 100 moves, um, what we can recognize is if somebody makes zero mistakes over hundred moves, they're very likely cheating. Uh, and poker is a little bit more complex than that, right? Because this would be very easy to manipulate. Mm -hmm. You just play close to perfectly on a bunch of streets and you make one perfect decision. Yeah. Right. Big deal. Like that, that's really difficult then to pin down and say like, oh, well, you know, he chose the less than optimal line here, 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 and here, but he arrived at a perfect decision on the river over and over and over, right? You would have to see that constantly showing up in the stats. So when you say like somebody partially used RTA, maybe they're just really studied. Yeah. Right? Like these high rollers would look like somebody who's partially using RTA. That I've seen that argument made, but even the best just don't find, like, like if it was Linus versus Pio. Yeah. Right? It, it just, it, he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't look like P.O. Like, he wouldn't look like right. P.O., right. But he would look like P.O. in spots. Correct. And that's kind of my point. It's like, what are we, uh, and again, I don't expect them to divulge their security scheme. But what exactly is triggering these types of flags? Do you think they potentially hired an, like, okay, Fedor Cruz came mm -hmm. and then they were like, oh, this is really bad. Yeah. And maybe they were like, we can't handle this, right? So this was, what, like, potentially a couple weeks now, right? Yeah. And they were like, okay. We need to hire an outside security uh, firm. Mm -hmm. And then they came in and they were like, you think you can handle this? And they were like, yeah. And then they got in, they got all the data and they were like, these accounts are not normal. Very possible. And then now this came out. Do yeah, you think that, that maybe that's the way that it that, came out? That's down? very possible. But then I would say that it's, uh, if that's where it ended, then it's probably cart in front of the horse. Like once you get those flagged accounts, then you have to dig into each one of them, mm. right? You have to actually scrutinize it with a very close eye and say like how much of this could be replicated through study and how much of this is actually potential botting or RTAing or whatever the case may be. Now, now that being said, I'm just making a case for people who are, you know, genuinely very good at the game and continually progressively getting better because at the end of the day, I am more certain that it's likely that they found cheating 
than it is that they didn't. Oh, and somebody's being yeah. falsely accused. No, no, no. The, these these guys probably cheated. I mean, it's yeah. just it, it's just is what it is. I think I think there's even ways where it's like, okay, well, it's gonna be tough, man. Let's say it is. Before I say this, I'm not saying Dominic Nietzsche did it. I'm not saying anything like that. I think Dominic Nietzsche is an elite, top tier pro, right? If Nietzsche is in one of these accounts, right, mm-hmm. and his argument is, what are you talking about? I've been studying this game for for 20 years yeah right how do you then say like nah i think you did rta and he's like no i'm really good like well, what now what? it would it would just be a large sample of his hand histories and then seeing what his margin of error is in decision making and if, if he's just like no like i'm just that good we- it, but but we know with certainty that there's uh you know I, i'm not exactly sure what the exact margin of error would right. be for like the most elite player on earth but like if we took like linus loves live play mm. and found a reasonable margin of error based on uh you know say a few thousand hands that he played live yeah compared to like what the the optimal uh solution looks like and we find that like he's at a margin of error of like seven percent and then dom comes in at like 0.1 percent no it's insane it's right? impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible it's just impossible right okay so what's what now because gg's in a weird spot like these you know this is all great but at the end of the day, there is a lack of trust now from our side, right? It's like, well, you didn't tell us the names. I don't know if it's 80 people. I don't know. I don't know if you have the technology. I don't know if you hired an outside firm. You didn't tell us anything. I don't know how you're handling this. So I don't really trust you. Yeah. And I'm not talking for me. I'm talking for the community, right? Like, yeah. or at least part of it. So how does GG move forward? So this is kind of the 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 paradox that we're in, right? Who do you trust more right now, GG or ACR? I don't. I guess. I don't. I guess ACR. They released the names, but they, like, no. But that's insane. I don't know, man. That, it was a year ago. No, they just they just released some more names with some bots, and they they refunded. Okay, but like a little bit of botting. How many how many RTA people have been released from ACR? Know, right. Man. So that's my point, right? <laughs> yeah. One is weird. one is openly policing. Saying, okay, we recognize now that this is a problem and we're going to proactively, even if it's just kind of like saving face a little bit and saying Mm -hmm. like, you know, hell, maybe there weren't even 80 accounts, right? Maybe it was literally just Fedor Cruz that they banned and maybe Fedor was responsible for 1.2 million in refunds. Right. And they said, okay, well, we can't make this look like we were in alignment with somebody who was literally the only cheater on site. Mm Mm-hmm. Or that we have proof of being the only cheater. Let's just say we banned all these accounts, right? Yeah, yeah. But nobody's coming forward. Nobody's right. saying like I got banned. And they didn't release the names. Right. And they didn't release the names. So it's weird. It's it's this cloud of uncertainty. And you're right, that that makes trusting very difficult. We're weird creatures though, right? Because what GG did was let us know a little bit. Mm. They let us know that we should be a little bit safer, that they're on top of this, and that Yes, we have to trust them to to pull the trigger and move forward, but at least you can have some certainty that their policing methodologies will get you a refund if you were in fact cheated. We go to the other side of like ACR where there's just no known RTA. Right. Nothing's been policed, nothing's been announced. And but that's for all sides. And the irony energy. is we feel safer. Mm. Yeah, it's ironic. It's right? crazy. It's right. Now all of a sudden we feel safer, like, oh, okay, this site's got our back because if there was RTAing. They would release the names. Mm-hmm. They would come forward. They're very likely not policing, yeah. right? The 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 caveat to this, I think, is stars because it seems that stars 
security team is the most understood by the community. It's the most hush hush though. Kind of, yeah. It, they don't say anything. Like we just know the end result. It's like, oh, we banned this person. We we like randomly they come up with stuff. We don't know anything about them. They've always been the most hush hush. Yeah, but uh, they've they've always been pretty straightforward with like we've banned person X and have refunded amount Y. Yeah, that's important, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would imagine, given this strong messaging towards RTA, now it will be we banned person X for RTA. Yeah, right. Not just breaching TOCs. All right. Like for a long time, when when stars banned somebody, we knew it was because of VPN. Right. 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 right? All it had to do was the name dropped, and we're like, of he was VPN. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Of course. I think the same can be concluded with with RTA moving forward. I think there's just so many random names now, though. Like, yeah, it's just like okay, Johnny Johnny B Ball over there. He's now he's a crusher. It's like, it's like yeah. okay, we don't know who this is, and there's so many new kids on the block nowadays. That well, there's also just rings. I think mm. I think this is turning into big business, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I was reading an article saying like reasons why sites don't police botting in RTA, yeah. and reasons why they should. And uh, one of the examples uh, demonstrated was there was a bot ring of like a hundred plus that was tied maybe to the Russian. Mafia. It's always the Russians. It, it, it was some sort. It might not have been the Russians, but it was it was tied to some sort of organized crime. And effectively, what was happening was indirectly the poker community was funding organized crime. Mm. And it's like to not police this stuff becomes like you know pretty big picture bad. Um, but like my question back then is. You know, we were assured from the high stakes community that this was not an issue. Yeah. Now there's 80 accounts that are suddenly flagged. They said we didn't Is know. Is this sh- an issue? They said we didn't know what we were talking about. Right. So were we wrong or are they wrong? Because like either this is an issue or it's not, right? Either GG's blowing this out of proportion or they're not. Either. And again, like, you know, I can't help but double back to the fact of like, why is all this getting dumped on us right now? Mm. How is there like not an account a week? just getting flagged, right? Like everybody just popped it once. No. That doesn't make any sense. No. Right? And I get it like if you just go public now, but like were were these accounts retroactively warned and banned and things like that? Was there some sort of policing taking place up until this point? Because it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. It's so weird, right? GG started like a Cinderella story, right? It was just like, oh, GG's on the block. Like they're doing all these great things. And then slowly it's like, okay, it's a lot of VPN accounts. Fine. Seems like the poker community is okay with VPN generally. Then it's like, okay, well, they are randomly banning good players now. Then their head, pretty much their CEO, right, mm-hmm. ends up saying, or their owner ends up saying, like, oh, this isn't the place for pros, right? Then we're like, oh, I don't know, whatever. Then they have this rail heaven that's like kind of conflicting with their approach of pros, right? Yeah. Because they have the best pros. Yeah. Now they have, then the Fatal Cruise thing comes out. Then the whole, but even before the Fatal Cruise thing, it was a rake. It was like, oh, PLO's uncapped rake. Like, what are you guys talking? What are you guys doing? Then Fedor is like, oh, you know, I mean, there's some things that people just have to understand. Then well, I thought Fedor made a lot of good points, actually. Yeah, but he never addressed the rake. He, well, he, he did. He did. What he basically said was the uncapped rake was a way to kick back to the losing players. Okay, I, I think that that's actually somewhat reasonable when trying to, uh, trying to manipulate the high stakes ecosystem, because you can't just have the guys who are getting the game started going broke. Okay, okay, I'll leave that one alone. On Catherine, 
If you guys want to fucking die on that hill, go ahead. Well, like, you know, <laughs> you don't have to play the game. Obviously, yeah. like, the pros still think that it's soft enough to beat the uncapped rake. And, you know, as much as I hate to 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 fan the flames of this, that's kind of the the backbone of the mis, mistaken quote of more rake is better. Mm. Right? It's like at a certain point, like, it, it equalizes the skill difference between the losers and the winners. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've played high rate games uh, in you know, New York City and, and some private games where it's like, yeah, you can still beat it. It's a little bit higher. We can still beat it. I don't know. I, I don't know the exact um, where, the cutoff is. where the cutoff is for PLO right. uncapped, you know, online. So I'll uh, I'll leave that alone. I don't think Fedor, Fedor Holtz knows that either, though. So, fair, fair. so we'll leave that. Very we'll fair. leave that what it is. Then, so the rake scandal comes out. Then now this RTA scandal comes out. It seems like it's been a bad end of year for GG. Like that. that's, that's my... I would That's wager that they're doing better business now than they ever have. Yeah. I they had the WSOP, both circuit and bracelet events, which is massive. They have two of the biggest ambassadors of the game. Seems to be massive. Um, they have the all-time winning, most winning tournament player in Bryn, which seems to be you know not a bad thing. They're the only ones running nosebleeds online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a pretty big thing. Uh, and yeah, their name's always in the news and not necessarily for a good reason, but it does kind of lend itself towards the argument that this is an up and coming site built for entertainment and built for non-professional players. It's the WWE of poker. It kind of is. Man. <laughs> it kind of is, right? It's like, you know, in a lot of ways, like as much as we're being critical of this whole RTA thing, they are being proactive, which I think matters. Right, because we're not getting any word from any of the other sites. It's not like he was only cheating on GG. Correct. You know, like he got reported to Stars. We still have no idea if Stars has even closed his account or not. Correct. He got reported to uh, ACR. We have no idea what's going on there. Right. I, I don't think he ever played on Party outside of tournaments. But, and nevertheless, right. It's like all circumstantial evidence is pointing to this guy being guilty, and it seems as though GG is the first to actually take proactive steps. Now they're also the most linked to him. Yes. So there is that, you know, desire to create a point of separation. But uh, with all that said, it's like if they're going to be very hard on RTA to the point where they're basically saying like, look, our po- our policing methodology is going to be like, if you play anywhere near uh, what we deem to be optimal strategy, you're fucking out. And, you know, the closer you get to it, the more likely you are to seize your funds. That's right. Crazy, yeah. So it's like if you're playing, you know, close to 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 GTO. We're going to, or, or if you're playing in the realm of GTO, we're going to warn you. Yeah. And if you get better, we're going to ban you. And if you somehow get through those first two flags so, and you win a pile, we're keeping the money. That's crazy. Right? So, like, this does kind of build up that narrative of, like, GG Poker is not the place to be a professional poker player. Because if you continually improve at your craft and you start to cross some thresholds that we've set up, and we don't know how loose or tight those thresholds are. I don't like it, though. I don't like it because why then are you showcasing Makita? Why are you showcasing Limitless? Why are you showcasing these guys? Like when I was when I was a young kid and I was like watching Rail Heaven, I was watching Durr and Ivy and Antonius, and I'm like, yo, I want to be like those guys that are playing super lows bleeds. You're giving conflicting stance. Like you have the best players, the best GTO players in the planet, right? And you're saying, watch these guys. Then you're telling me at the same in the same breath, if you play too good, I'm gonna take 1.2 million. Yeah, but it's kind of like separating the the audience from the actor, right? 
So like they're almost creating again, like a WWE like stratosphere where it's like, okay, you guys all have your playground and then we have the main event up here. Mm -hmm. So this is where you guys all practice your, your, your what your finishing <laughs> moves, your, your headlocks, your, uh, you know, your simple wrestling moves. This is where you guys all fuck around, mm -hmm. right? This is your sandbox. And now here is where you get to watch what it looks like in motion by the absolute best of the best. Here are your Hulk Hogan's and your Bret Hart's and your rocks, right? But if Steve you Austin's. try, but if you try the rock bottom, we're going to ban you. Right. And that's true in real <laughs> life, right? You try the rock bottom on your friend, you're going to fucking hurt somebody. You know what I mean? So it's like they are kind of creating the separation. And to be quite fair, I like that a lot. I, I think that that's I, moving in the proper direction. I hate it, man. I get it. I understand. But like it, indirectly, you're rewarded for uh, for your hard work that you put in. And variants sometimes can clip that. But at the end of the day, and we talk about this or we talked about this yesterday in the podcast that will be released later. It's more than that. There are a lot of intangibles that need to be worked on, right? And the further we get at separating the elite from the good and the great, the better off our community and our ecosystem is going to be. I understand that. I understand that. But the but the desire to want you still for WWE to grow, right? You need the next wave of people to want to be like The Rock, to yeah. want to be or else your business is done. But that will naturally happen. That's that's the point I'm trying to get across. Not on GG. I I, I disagree. You think, think GG's it, just going to cultivate new elites? Not with this structure? Whether they do or they don't, it doesn't matter. They don't need to pull from their own pool, right? If somebody becomes elite on stars and they see the only 501k game in town is on GG. They're going to move. They're going to move. Yeah, I get it, man. But it's just like... Right? It's, it's just... It's similar to how wrestling was set up. Like, WWF just picked off from WCW. Yeah, because WCW... Like, oh, Sting, you're getting to be a big name. Goldberg, yeah. you're going to be a big name. Come work for the come come to the big show. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So like, I think Booker, I think shout out to Booker T, man. I remember him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I kind of dig. I, I dig the concept. I think their execution is not great. Yeah, I I, I am not a fan of the non-release of the names. I'm not a. F I am a fan of the. Obviously, I'm a fan of the nosebleed games. I want to watch. Um, I like what they do with like the camera. You know, where they're like, hey, got you, whatever. You yeah. I, I, think I think that's that, cool. I think they have some cool stuff. I like the I like that they implemented the ability to report. Yeah. Like I saw crowdsourcing that. this. I saw that. Um, though I don't know how seriously it would be taken. Um, you know, you lose a hand, especially like at small stakes. So right, like right, how many people just, are just going to like lose a hand and be like, this is fishy. Okay. So we have, we have a problem on our hands, right? Period. That's kind of what it comes down to. We warned people six months ago, this is coming down the pipe. Like, this isn't good. Like, there's more people that are doing this. Even if small stake players are doing this, high stakes players are doing this. Like, everybody's doing this, right? Now we have 80 accounts. This is probably the first wave, right? Yeah. When when the bots came out and it was like 80 bots, there's like, there's way more out there. They're like cockroaches, right? You see one cockroach, you know, they got some, they got some, some they got a gang back in the, in, in yeah. behind them, yeah. right? Yeah. So, okay. So now we have 80 accounts. We have to assume that throughout all the sites, American sites, uh, European sites, apps, apps. There's RTA. Apps is a wild, wild west, man. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm RTAing, I'm just in every fucking app. Yeah, that's true. I would. Uh, I'm too. just putting a squad together. Yeah, and just like get on every single. For app. sure. Why wouldn't you? Right. Why wouldn't you? I would too. 
if you guys want a steak and you got a, you got an RTA out there, you want an app, hit me up. I got you. I'm about that money, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not supporting it. But that'll be another emergency <laughs> broadcast where I out Christian Soto for backing RTA on apps. I mean, just don't tell me. Just be like, I'm really good. Look at my graph. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, your graph is sick, bro. Here you go. I don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? You know, if GG They don't need backing if that's true, man. If GG's out there, maybe the guy has a little bit of, you know, you got a little, you got a little problem. You know what I'm saying? You got a little problem. You got some other problems. You know what I'm saying? I got you, man. You know, there's been a lot of good players out there, you know. Shout out to Stu Unger, you know what I'm saying? These like, guys out there, they got talent, but they got other problems. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> I'm out of control, man. I might wear these shades forever. I don't know. Uh, Okay. So now what's the plan? Okay. So 80 accounts banned. uh, 13 accounts uh, confiscated. 27 banned. 40 warnings. Okay. First wave. What do the other sites do? Do I I don't know, man. This is all too familiar for when the ACR bot ring was like a big thing. Right? We heard about it and then we didn't. Mm. And like now we just all operate on the assumption that bots are being policed across all platforms. We have no idea. We just have no idea, right? It's almost like as if winning players are kind of just like, hey, the game's still beatable enough even if these things are taking place, so I don't care. That is kind of the stance I took on the, on the ACR tournaments. I'm like, ah, I know there's bots, but like, I'm winning. Yeah. It's kind of bad, though. Yeah, and I mean, like, losing players are probably just like, what do I care if I'm losing? Like, they don't quantify what they're losing or how they're losing or how fast they're losing, right? So now losing players might be getting clipped for an extra one or two big blinds per hundred. But like they're already losing two or three big blinds per hundred anyway. So like mm. they don't notice the difference. And winners might, you know, the big winners might suffer from like winning six, seven, eight, nine big blinds per hundred to it's also hard to tell. Right. Right. It just a, takes a, a large reduction. it yeah. takes a large sample to even. Well, tell. And it also depends on like where they're botting, right? Yeah. If they're if they're if the bots are mostly being farmed in the small to mid stakes, those pools are so big that it gets spread out pretty easily and you don't necessarily notice. That's the smart way to go about it. It's not the fast way, but it's the smart way. And it's going to be kind of the same thing with RTA. Like RTAing, uh, you'll just see these anomalies, right? And, you know, we we talk about this privately a lot, but there are a lot of graphs on ACR that are fucking anomalies. Yeah, there's a I lot mean, of anomalies. I NTT graphs that are just this. No, not like... Like they, just flat line <laughs> yeah, or exactly. down or like a small down yeah. and then just... Boom. And we're not talking about like ripping off a score. No. We're talking about like 1,200, 1,500, 2,000 games straight up. No blip whatsoever. Yeah. It's really unlikely. I don't have enough details or enough data to to analyze this type of stuff and be like, for sure. These seven accounts are definitely like doing something fucked up. But I've seen six or seven graphs where it's literally like hardlining from zero to slightly negative. To like plus 500K, plus a million, plus yeah. 1.5. And like people that we... Suddenly hidden yeah. hidden from the, yeah. the the pro lab search. Right. Suddenly like omitting themselves from Shark Scope and all this other stuff. It's just like none of this makes any sense whatsoever. Right. And people that we, you know, been around the block a lot of times. So we're, we're like, wow, they, I guess they just got like extremely fucking good. Like, Yeah, this guy's just, you know, a career break even player for a decade. And now all of a sudden he's just top winning tier. a half a million. Top tier. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> biggest score is like 50k she's <laughs> so like okay yeah variance man variance happens but like in these clusters it just doesn't make a ton of sense and multiple of them right. they're cockroaches man you got one you got one in the back yeah so now what i mean i don't know i i, I am i'm honestly like a little bit afraid of online like i, I I'm, I'm usually not that person but 
it's like it's bad man like between the bots between the rtas there might be things i don't even know like going on yeah now i mean i don't know i mean i'm gonna take a lot of heat for this and i i i'm happy to be the the source of of absorbing that but i've been saying this for a long time like it needs to break before it gets fixed right we collectively as a community need to be so afraid of online that it's not our first option anymore rather than defaulting to i'm home and i want to play poker so i'm willing to accept some cd options because they're my only options Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so like i don't everybody is going to like i've already been criticized for it i'll get further criticized for saying things like uh this isn't the right message that we want to send to the community right we want people to be we want them to feel safe we want them to be harboring a learning environment online we want them to feel comfortable gambling against us because we as pros need that in order to survive i'm saying the exact fucking opposite i'm saying if you haven't played online don't play online if if you are new to online be very skeptical right don't don't put yourself at risk there's nothing outside of trust saying that any of these platforms are on the up and up with the exception of the couple of regulated ones i don't even trust that man i mean you should but like they're dealing with it too mm-hmm. you know like there's a lot of inner workings going on behind the scenes that they can only police rta up to a certain degree so it's like yes this is going to be a problem and until we change the messaging and stop falling for these bullshit press releases like like gg put out today because that's all this is yeah it's just a pr cover yeah for right sure. like let's be real Nothing that they outline there is sophisticated. Nothing that they outline suggests that they're getting ahead of the problem. They're just playing catch up. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And the whole reason to even release any of this is just to make the community itself overwhelmingly feel comfortable still gambling on their platform. And that's a huge problem, right? Like, I'm sorry, but if we're that far behind the problem and there's that much money to gain by the bad actors who are willing to implement this type of stuff, we're just in a no-win situation until we all step back and say, look, we're just not going to give you any more business until you come back with some sort of resolve. And I don't know that we're there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I hate to keep using, uh, maybe it's a good thing that I keep using him as an example because I think DTO is a great product and I think Dom is one of the most intelligent people in our community. But it's a clear demonstration of like uh, how RTA could be used for good instead of evil, right? Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, none of his users can like, hack the database and transform it into something that they're using in real time uh, to, right. to garner answers. But my whole point is in order to create that entire platform, they need it. They need what Cruz had, yeah. or at least to some degree, yes, right? Yes. Uh, you, you see that they release new solves all the time because they're constantly working on uh, gathering this database, right? The whole point is though, is that like somewhere fundamentally at certain level, we can understand this is attainable. Right? This is a demonstration that it's attainable to actually achieve a searchable database of solves that will give you optimal solutions in real time. I think we're in a weird spot, man. I think we are in a... You guys want to play a Bellagio? I'm there. You know, I'll play whatever you guys want. I was I was waiting for a, I was waiting for a game. I saw a friend, not a friend, but like a new friend. Sure. He was like, hey, I watch all your guys' podcasts. Like I'm a huge fan, and he and I took a picture of him. He was a nice kid. I go play five ten. There's some nice people there. None of them using solvers. There was one guy, one time, that got a little bit. Got a little weird, you know. He, he I thought he was using a real time solve. He says he wasn't. 
And then I took down the tweet saying that he didn't use it. But then now I think he did. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, it was a little bit shady. I'm pretty confident you could spot some of these guys as the solution and you'd be just fine. <laughs> and I was Live like, poker is fucking real. And man. I was, but now, you know, the, like, okay, he's sure. I ended up seeing what it was. It was like this thing called Zenith. Okay. Um, And it's like, it actually does give you like real time, like not real time. Like, it does give you like the solutions for pre-flop and everything. Like, it's pretty yeah, yeah. And it's free. Wow. It's like, it's free. Well, we don't know how accurate it is. So it's going to make a bad player better. I told him if you're using real-time solution, why are you so tight? Yeah. Like, well, because in a lot of ways, in a nine-handed game, for sure. Only six max. This is All Corona. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I heard they're going eight-handed soon. Brutal. I don't know if I feel good about that or not. Nah, six max. There's nice. so many bad players that you just give me two extra ones. Like, it's kind of nice. <laughs> it's true. Um. All right, so we're in a weird spot. I think this is going to be an ongoing story. There's so many ongoing stories right now in poker. It's, like, kind of dramatic. Like, there's the Apostle case. There's the RTAs. There's, like other cheating things going on like there's corona there's random 2020 is weird man there's some random games going on and in poker go that we don't know about like it's just like everything's behind closed doors we don't know what's coming out high stakes poker is like lurking in the background there's two grandpas telling each other to shut up while they're running for president yeah man (laughs) so that's it we're just gonna stand back and stand by and watch what happens (laughs) And that's it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I uh, I I just feel like the Elmo emoji, where he's just, just like standing burning. in front of fire. Everything's, everything's burning. Everything's burning, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this this segment. We did film yesterday. Uh, if you don't see that with this, it's because we will be potentially releasing that next week, or we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it all it all comes together. But this was a nice segment. It might be its own segment. It might be, I don't know. We will decide. Let our editing team decide. And then you tell us what you think. You better fucking comment below, man. I, I came here, swollen eye to the face. Let's get a peek. No, come on, man. That's crazy. I got, I got girls watching. <laughs> swollen eye to the face. Mad about the presidential elections. Mad about RTA. Mm-hmm. I had some nice Cuban food. I won't say if I got it from a girl or not. I'm just going to say I ordered it from a Breeds. <laughs> but the girl that did deliver it was pretty nice, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, all right. So I hope you all enjoyed this segment. Let us know what you think. What do you think about RTA? Do you have one? Let us know if you have one. How much you got it for? Which Russians you you, you exchange with? Good night and good luck.